Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Roasted Games Podcast. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Bill Price. And today we have a, uh, we have a, I wouldn't say jumbled, that's a negative context, but I would say a, uh, a diverse episode today where yeah. we're going to be covering a lot of different topics and conversation points and anyway, we'll get into it. You'll, you'll see. <laughs> or will you? Uh, or will you? You will. You will. Well, you'll hear. I don't think they'll there see There you go. Much. Yeah, that's true. So you won't, but you'll yeah. hear it. And that's just as good. Yes. Uh, but yeah, we can, let's start where we usually start, though, of course. And that is uh, what we've been playing, because that's a good place to start. We've had some interesting plays, although not a ton of plays, but some interesting plays this week. Yeah, I definitely had a pretty interesting one. So I've been trying to get, uh, and I mentioned a while back, um, I mentioned uh, New Salem, where it's kind of the, the Kickstarter fiasco that turned out to be super awesome. Um where I had uh, backed this game and then they sent it to uh, FedEx, wouldn't send it to a PO box, but they said that they would, but then they really just changed my address to some other random address. And <laughs> then the guy, was, the guy was like, yeah, well, it'd probably happen again, so uh, I'll just give your money back. So he gave me my money back and then somehow, like a month later, managed to get me the game in the mail. Surprise, surprise. So it was... Uh, Super duper awesome. Uh, I was very happy with with that. So I've been excited to to get to this, and it's kind of a it's a social deduction game, but I think with a little more seemed like it had a little more depth than like your you know Secret Hitler or something like that, where um, you're and I'll kind of explain the concept of it here in a minute. But it uh, just seemed like it was more it gave you more to to play off of, and seemed like more like a game right. with some social. Uh, some social deduction aspects rather than just a straight social deduction game, like a mafia ripoff or something. So uh, it's called New Salem, and the idea behind it is that uh, you're a bunch of uh, Puritans living in Salem, and the witch trials are going on, and you're just so sick of these darn witches, (laughs) right? So you're like, you know what, Puritan friends, let's... uh, Let's leave Salem and go create new Salem with no witches. Not all these witches. Little do you know that a bunch of your friends, well, some of your friends, are in fact witches. <laughs> so you are just uh, starting New Salem with some witches. All right. Uh, so in eight players, there's going to be either two or three witches. Everyone else is going to be Puritans and then kind of down the line from there in that, that kind of ratio. And it's... Uh, so the the idea is that you're uh, you're drafting. Basically, it's uh, the the first round or the first phase of it is uh, kind of like sushi go. You know, you get a hand of cards, you take one, pass, take one, pass, and then um, so you're you're building these. The, you're placing the cards down, and they're buildings. And the buildings do different things. Like some are educational buildings, some are justice buildings, some are uh, like death buildings, like the mortuary and stuff like that. Um, and you get points based on, you know, your hidden character. Uh, they have a couple of things that they prefer. Like mine was a Puritan who really liked um, educational buildings. So I kind of tried to keep an eye on uh, on those because they scored me more points. And um, so the idea is ultimately some of the buildings you build will bring hope to the town in in the form of white cubes. Some will bring despair in the form of black cubes. Um, And the uh, at the end of five rounds, if there is a certain number of 
uh, despair cubes based on how many people are playing. In our case, it was uh, eight people, so we needed 16. Um, if there were more than 16 despair cubes, then the witches won, and then the witch who had the highest score is the ultimate winner. Mm-hmm. Um, and the same would be if it was less than that, the Puritans would win, but uh, be the Puritan with the highest points. So there's ultimately one winner, which is kind of a neat idea in a social deduction game, but you kind of still need to be on your teammate's side to make sure that the win condition even happens. Right, right. So uh, I thought it was, it was fun. It was uh, every building you build, um, most of them will bring one or the other, and, and uh, you score more points for complete sets. So invariably, even if you are a Puritan, you're going to bring some despair to the town. There are ways to kind of clean out despair. Uh, there's also a um, this kind of rotating uh, constable role uh, who gets to do stuff like um, put people on trial or um, activate uh, event cards and things like that. So there's just a lot going on. It's It uh, seemed like it would be like super yeah, yeah. fun. So, <laughs> foreshadowing. I, uh, yeah. So uh, we're we're all playing and everything. I'm trying to explain. It's it's loud. The music's going. It's a little dark. Everyone's kind of. Uh, it's it's a fairly big game with eight people, so not everyone can hear very well. I don't think. So and and I apparently did not. I don't think I did a very good job of explaining how to play the game. And I was so excited for this, and just through the whole process, there was just. A lot of you know, well, well, that doesn't make any sense. Or wait, what do you do here? What's right, going right. on? And what's, what's the point of this? Like, like two rounds in, there was somebody that's like, I don't even know what we're trying to do. Right? <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> this is awful. So, uh, uh it's so the worst feeling when you're about showing a game or trying to get a game. Yeah, to it's about one. round three, and I, I was so close, razor thin close to just saying, you know what? Let's just pack this up and call this a loss. Right, right. But I didn't, and we kept going. Ultimately, the witches won. Uh, Willem ended up being the, uh, I don't know, greatest witch. Great witch, yeah. And, uh, Best witch of all. Yeah, and ha- he had no idea what was even happening the whole time. <laughs> so it was, uh, it, I, it just it sort of bombed. It kind of bombed. So what do you think happened? It was just the setting? Because I know it seemed like there was a lot of communication that needed to be heard and understood by everybody. Yeah, there were a few people. Um, most of the people I talked to said, you know what, I'd be willing to play it again. Um, I, I think there's a good game there. But I think that the um, the atmosphere, the environment, uh, everything that was just all the circumstances surrounding it, were not conducive to, I guess, this kind of game. Sure. Um, I think that if everyone had played it once or twice, uh, I think that it would have gone a lot better because people would have understood kind of what they're doing and why they're doing it and things like that, uh, which is really important. Um, but it's not as important to, to all social deduction games. Like with yeah. uh, Deception Murder in Hong Kong or Secret Hitler or... Um, games of that ilk uh, that are kind of straight up social deduction games, you don't really have to have played it before or really even know how to play it so much as just kind of go along for the ride and you kind of pick it up. This is not 
the game to kind of pick up because of the scoring mechanisms and the drafting and why are you drafting this building versus that building? Right, right. And what are you looking for in what other people are building? Um, are people really, there's certain people who are just piling on the despair. Uh, are there people who are um, like Aaron? I knew Aaron was a witch because Aaron played an event. Uh, he activated an event where he got to uh, everyone's heads were down. He made everyone close their eyes, and then only the witches put their heads up and open their eyes. So he knew who they were, and they knew who they were. And then afterwards, I'm like, okay, well, who are the witches? <laughs> right? Because you would think if he's a Puritan, he'd want to out them and start, you know, dishing out. Uh, Right, right. Like, like justice, you know, because you, you can, you can put them on trial. And if they're on trial, then it takes away despair at the end for every witch that's on trial. And there's a whole lot going on. Um, but he didn't. He wouldn't tell anybody. Okay. So I'm like, ah, the witch. 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 <laughs> so, but, but if you didn't really kind of understand what was going on, something like that would not, you wouldn't have gotten yeah, the idea yeah. that that's, that was a give. That was a tell, you know. So, um, I could see that though, because that sounds way more complex. Not way more, but definitely a step up up from like um, Deception or Secret it Hitler. Is, it is. Where it's like, okay, there's more of gameplay elements. Yeah, it's it's this is more of a gamer's social deduction game. Yeah. Uh, than just a straight sit down and have a social deduction game. Uh, so I, I think I think had everyone been able to hear all the rules, hear each other, maybe have a little more space because we're all kind of crowded, so we're like encroaching in other people's territory and everyone kind of needs a little bit of room because you're ultimately laying out like 10 or 12 buildings in front of you cards in front of you so you need kind of a personal tableau there so i just think it was just this big comedy of errors and i felt so bad because uh, we got this brand new person uh sarah who came and <laughs> it's the first game that she ever played with us and i'm like i was apologizing she's sitting next to me i'm just apologizing the whole time <laughs> like i don't know what's happening i i'm not normally really like yeah like i'd rather be in traffic right now like i'm gonna go in traffic now not even in my car um so it was yeah uh it didn't turn out great. Um, so we finished that, and to ease myself, I know it's your turn next, but no, to, to ease myself of uh, my sorrow, I, I promptly opened up Splendor and played a four-player <laughs> game of Splendor, to which I absolutely destroyed ass. <laughs> <laughs> I got 15 points, and I think Willem was the next closest with, like, six right <laughs> some <laughs> validation so I'm like domination <laughs> this is a good game so yeah oh that's a bummer um, but but i i really i, I kind of wish that you i really wish that you had been able to play it so i could kind of get your yeah validation on the fact that it it was I don't, it wasn't the game it was me right yeah or the setting the a combination of things and, yeah yeah, yeah it just uh so, so I, I think environment really, really does affect how a game kind of shows up and how how people enjoy it. I think it really depends. And we've talked about this before, some games that are just meant for certain settings. Yeah. You know, like you could never play um, Nemesis at the bar. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't, it, no, it wouldn't be as fun. Nearly as fun. It wouldn't be at all. And so uh, this is just kind of one of those games. I think it could be played at game night, but I think it would have to be um, 
earlier, and I think it would have to be uh, people who have uh, who know the game, right. who played yeah. it before. So, um, yeah, well, I'll, I'll pull it out again. I was just, uh, it's just such a letdown right after that. <laughs> That's I was, so frustrating. That oh, you, I was so disappointed. The first time you're excited for it. Yeah, I was like you after the first time that I played Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like oh, well, felt. that fell flat. <laughs> yeah, I did not feel good about that. Yeah, I mean, there are some games too. Like I, I've gone back like last. Halloween, I really wanted to bring some, um, uh, really like gung ho at bringing like Halloween games, like spooky games. And I didn't really, I brought a few, but like I wanted to bring Mysterium and I ended up not. And I'm, maybe this year I will be, but I felt like Mysterium could just go either way. Like I feel like it's loose enough where you could still play it there. You, there's, there's, not, there's not a lot of table communication um, between, obviously, the ghost and everyone else because that's nonverbal, so that's easy to do over the table. But I feel like that could go flat because It seems like an of, atmosphere thing. Yeah, it's another yeah. atmosphere thing where I feel like it could go flat because the vibe is too loud or too distracting. Doesn't um, feel like a seance in a bar. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's kind of a counter <laughs> counterintuitive location right. to talk with the commune with the dead. So, um, but yeah, definitely, I th- I feel like there's for sure games where you sudden where you feel like either you you've played them before and you're like ah, I'm just not gonna bring this kind. No, it's just not gonna be the right spot. Yeah. Or that feeling of this is not the right place for this and that sinking feeling of this is yeah. not this is all falling apart. I misjudged. I I, I feel like I misjudged. Uh, the complexity of the game too. I feel like I I thought that it would just be something I could uh, just bust out and be like, yeah, real quick, here's what we do, blah blah blah, and then bam, we're all witches yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And then it's yeah, that's that's not so. how that worked out. So um, yeah. <laughs> well, it ties so you play? It ties well into our segment coming up. But uh, yeah. uh, what I played, uh, let's see, I um, got a game of aeon's end in which is great i love that when i can get one of those in um and um let's see i played with uh kevin and then um a new guy matt who i really a really great guy i'm glad he's been coming regularly he's a really nice guy and uh larry larry popped in and i liked it did he good i wasn't sure i know larry doesn't have a lot of time when he comes and i kind of was like i i hope this isn't not larry's game (laughs) it's just being polite No, so he, I'm glad he'll enjoy it because uh, um, it is a lot to just sit down and suddenly absorb and get going, and um, and especially Larry did have to leave before the game concluded, but I, I'm glad he liked it. Well, actually, he said uh, real quick. I'm going to let you finish, um, Taylor. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, he did, he did say that um, one of the things he really liked. He said it, it, it. He thought it was like pretty complicated to keep track of like everything that was going on but he's like it was cool because like Kaz and Kevin were right there and they were just doing all that stuff and I was just playing yeah and he's like I like that and I'm like you know what that's why I like playing Sentinels of the Multiverse with Kevin yeah because yeah. he can he takes care of all that stuff yeah Kevin's and I can like, just play the game yeah no it's really playing those complicated games especially deck builders or games with like, like that with Kevin kind of is thing. like yeah Kevin Kevin becomes an AI oh, it yeah. is like in his his element he's just sort of just like Hands going everywhere, flipping cards, reading context, flipping chits this way and that. And you're like, I don't even know what's happening, but yeah, he's but, got it done. But I'm going to play this card later. <laughs> and it's going to do something. And I'm going to feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. No, Kevin's really good at that. And I was trying to, um, with the new people too, I was, I was cognizant of that to a degree of just being like, kind of explain. Because sometimes the offset of that is Kevin can get uh, into the mode sometimes. Um, and this isn't a slight against Kevin at all. I do the same thing. But uh, when you have two people who are experienced with the game, and Kevin and I have played this game just mm-hmm. ourselves actually a couple times, and so we kind of have a rhythm with it, you kind of forget that new people are like, what 
what is happening right now? Right. Like, <laughs> why Why did you just flip that over? <laughs> um, and so I was trying to be a little cognizant of that, too, and explaining as we went to, like, here's what just here's what these flippings mean and what we're doing. So I'm glad that came through to a degree, but, um, but yeah, I'm glad you liked it. I, it was fun. I know it's a game that I, I love that game. And it's also one that I, I don't bring every time. Cause it's just, I don't know. It's like, I like, it's a once in a while type of game that I like to bring out and see yeah, if people a, are up for it. It is an all, I think it's an, a, a whole game night game for the most part. Uh, it's actually it shorter than, be. yeah, it can be for sure. Um, I think, uh, like the other game I brought, I brought that in Kemet. I'm dying to play Kemet. <laughs> that's that, more of that's an all game, an all night game, game, night night game or sure. a one, and then maybe a short one game. Um, and uh, but I don't know. You can Anne's end can go pretty quickly. I would say it, the more I know the game now, it's down to the point where I could run it pretty pretty fast. So it's not too bad. It's I wouldn't say it's more than two hours. Um, because we also like ended game night really early everyone like got done with games at the perfect yeah. time we everyone just sort of like faded away at like nine o'clock yeah <laughs> which we had another hour left but we just hung out and talked which was fun as well but yeah well my my schedule i'd, I'd been up super duper early and i had to wake up early the next day and so i was like eh, i don't know and i was trying to kind of sneak out but then i'm like you know i'm having too much fun yeah. <laughs> so i'm just gonna be tired tomorrow and i was yeah so um yeah, what did so? Uh, Anzen, yeah, you've definitely mentioned that before. I, I like Anzen. I've, I've really, I think I've only played it twice, so I'm not nearly as experienced as you guys. But, I'd like to get another play in um, though, because now that, um, because uh, like the the two, I keep playing the same two bad guys though, because those are the best ones to intro, um, and they're they're difficult, very difficult to do, and but there's there's more there they're basically there's a rating system of the the big bads a numerical system the lower numbers the easier the lowest value one that comes with the game is a two and the highest one i think that comes with the game is a four um and so you can the there's two fours though and a three that i've never played with did you <laughs> mainly because i into it uh, we did not beat the two that okay, other night. We barely. Then don't play the four. Well, I <laughs> have. Be, really I have. Well, no, I have beaten the two before, just not last <laughs> night. Um, I've definitely beaten the two, uh, but they just play so differently. And the thing about Anzan that's so great is each bad guy plays so drastically differently. Right. And even though it is rate is more difficult, it might not be as difficult to you because of your playstyle or understanding of how you want to approach the game. And so. Um, Anyway, I'm hoping to get to the point where enough of us have played it. So if we do get a game together, people are like, okay, I know what's going on here. And they can be more targeted with their strategy and we can take on one of the bigger bads. But um, but anyway, yeah, they're just fascinating. The one that I really want to get into is uh, uh, the one that absorbs your marketplace because I've never seen anything quite like that where there's a bad guy that just starts eating your market away. And you suddenly you got to buy up certain things quickly because he just starts eating the lowest value cards and then you eventually don't have them and it's a limited resource market. And so that's just a fun mechanism. And there's all these mechanisms that I haven't yet got to play with that game um, mm. just from experience and just trying to intro it all the time. So anyway, I'll keep bringing it semi-regularly and okay, and eventually I'll force someone to play Kemet with me. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, but, I, uh, I played one more game uh, last night actually with, okay. with, uh, with Larry. And um, it's a game called Fry Thief. And uh, it is a game about um, stealing fries. (laughs) So uh, from the back of the box, it says, Fry Thief is a card game about poor life choices. Like that time when you tried to be healthy and ordered a salad while your friend ordered fries. (laughs) So uh, basically, it's it's a two-player game. It's uh, super fast. It's literally like 10 minutes. Um, 
and it's uh, it's by Laidback Games, and it's uh, Patrick Rolland is the designer, and he's actually here in Denver. He delivered oh, cool. this to the house um, as part of the Kickstarter. Instead of paying uh, shipping, he came. Oh, over he, he, oh, he, he came literally over did. Oh, wow! <laughs> literally, he came over to the house and <laughs> delivered it. So hung out, um, played around. So, uh, but he's I still here actually somewhere. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> I, he's waiting for me in the closet. Um, he might be hungry by now. Uh, <laughs> But the uh, so we played this and it's it's fun it's silly it's uh it's ridiculous um, <laughs> so basically there's a salad player and a fries player okay and there's all these uh, these fry tokens which are basically like yellow roads from Catan right? okay yeah yeah and there's these ketchup splotch maples which oh, are, are cool. fun and um, and there's these cards and uh, the cards are either red cards which anyone can play. Or uh, they're divided into um, top half yellow, bottom half green. The fry player can play the yellow, and the salad player can play the green. Okay. So basically, it's kind of uh, the fry player has a plate and he has a bunch of fries on there, and so they're playing. You're playing cards back and forth that allow you to do things like add ketchup to fries and uh, steal fries. Or like um, stop other people from stealing fries, or blocking people, or getting um, you can. There's one that uh, you can take two fries from your opponent and eat them, and your opponent can eat one fry, uh, okay. or something like that. And and there's there's just there's a bunch of them, and so everybody has a hand <laughs> of cards, and they're they're drawn and. Uh, it's really really quick, and basically when the, all the fries are gone, either the first one to eat eight fries. Or all the fries are gone. Whoever has the most, uh, every fry is worth a point, and every ketchup is worth a point. So um, I ended up with more fries, uh, but he ended up because he had a bunch of ketchup. He had like this one card that let him play three ketchups, um, and then he ended up Tickets. eating those fries. <laughs> so he he won by like a point or two. Oh, that's fun. That's um, a really fun concept, though. But yeah, it's it's a neat concept, and it's so fast, and it's not. It's incredibly luck-based. Yeah. Um, but it's something where, yeah, you could just sit down, and if you're waiting for somebody to, you know, show up to game night or whatever, and you're a few minutes early, you sit down and play a couple rounds of it, and it's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's fairly engaging. It's it's silly. Uh, there's it's not super duper strategic, but uh, but I, I liked it. Hmm. I liked it. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna probably take it with me. Like. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to check it out. In the same vein as like you take like a love letter or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, well, speaking of two-player games, I actually played one last night um, that I'd never played before. Have you played Circle of the Wagons, the Button Shy? I have not played it, but I know how to play it. Okay. Because um, I've watched a bunch of reviews on it, and that's from what everyone says. That outside of, uh, do they do? What's the other one they they just did? Sprawlopolis. Yeah. Outside of Sprawlopolis, I think Circle of the Wagons is the one that everybody yeah. really points to as being like kind of their button shot. Crowning achievement, game. yeah. Yeah, so. yeah I, uh, I also heard about it a lot, of course, and um, I uh, had not played it, but I found, I've never seen their games in stores, but recently I went to one of the local game stores and I, they started carrying just a few button shot games. And I was hmm. like, oh, that's cool. And so I decided to pick one up. They happened to have it and I grabbed it. And, um, 
uh yeah it's really cool it's a it's i can see why people really really like it it's just a matching game a territory matching game each card has a uh two by two grid on it and so there's four spots four quadrants and there is a landscape type either i think there's six of them it's like desert snow water uh forest plains and another one, mountains. That's what it is. Yeah. And then uh, also on that is a symbol. So there's a fort or a pickaxe, or which represents a mine, or a gun, or a bottle of beer. Um, and so on. That's one side of the cards. On the backs of the cards is a goal, a game goal. And so you lay out, you flip over three of the cards to reveal their goal sides. And each game you're gonna flip over three. So there's three main goal or big goals that you can go after for big point scoring mm -hmm. and then the rest of it all you're trying to do is just match those territories to make as big of a certain territory type interconnected to each other as you can that's okay. your base scoring and then you can try to accomplish those other goals and some of them are really hard to do and some of them are easier to do um but it, yeah it was really fun it's quick it's uh very simple to understand and the way i do love the board where it's just the three goals in the middle and then you do put the the cards in a circle around uh, you circle the wagon so to speak around what? those goal cards so it kind of feels like um uh oh shoot uh what's the quilting game why can't i think of it um the what game the quilting game um, oh um yeah patchwork patchwork yeah oh god trying to play it's like, like patchwork, patchwork in that sense where your choice of which card to draw or which piece in patchwork to draw is there's it goes linearly so you have to go around the circle to do it mm -hmm. this is the same thing where you have to go around clockwise um to choose uh, the next one that you have for you is right there but if you can go around and skip that one clockwise down the line but each card you skip you have to give to the other player so you're giving them a freebie but you also might do that intentionally because you might look at their board and know this is definitely not going to fit what their plan is and they can't refuse it right so it's this cool dilemma of well i that's way better for me and i don't want them to have that one so i'm all right i'm going to give you this one even though it kind of helps you but not as much as that one and or i know it's going to hurt you and it's going to feel really good that you have to take this one so <laughs> it's uh yeah it's got a little bit of take that but nothing overwhelming and frustrating and uh yeah it's a really well designed cool structure so i really liked it i was happy i picked it up it makes me want to buy some of the other ones that i've been on the fence about have you seen that uh the flower game it's like um Dusty Mossy? Yeah, Dusty Mossy. Have you played yes, that one? I have. Yeah, did you like it? I have. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I've, yeah. Started, I've heard that one. Maybe we've talked about it too, but um, that's another one I'm considering, and I just uh, don't that's know much about that, it, though. That, so that beat us in uh, in the button shy contest. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. That, that we oh, well, entered. never mind. I'm not getting it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I read a bad review after never having played it. <laughs> yeah, but that's by Elizabeth Hargraves. Oh, cool. Did, um, Wingspan. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. I didn't know yeah. that. That's cool. Yeah, Dusty Mossy is a good one. Yeah. So, um, that's everything that I think that's everything I played. Yeah. I said Splendor. Yeah. That's all. That's everything I played. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, uh, you know, you win yeah, some, you that's lose a bummer. some. Right? That's a bummer, yeah. <laughs> well, it ties into well into our, what are one of the things we're going to talk about today and that is, um, just, uh, mishaps or I don't know, misunderstandings, slip ups and miscommunications within game night or games you've tried to intro or you've been a part of or someone else has tried to intro and it's just gone horribly wrong for whatever reason or another and uh we have some anecdotes about that happening to us or <laughs> our friends yes yes so i'm uh i'm gonna talk about probably my biggest rules gaffe um when i first got uh splendor 
it was uh, me and my son Joey and my wife Kirsten. And I'm like, Splendor, <laughs> it's going to be cool because I've heard so many cool things about it. It was like the year after it came out and everyone was playing it at conventions and it was all over the internet. And it was, st- it was still cool to like Splendor back then. Yeah. Um, I still like Splendor. I don't care about you guys. Uh, but... Uh, I got it and I made did a quick run through of the rules. You know, it's only like one sheet, so it's really easy. It's a super easy game right. unless you don't read the rules very well. <laughs> um, so I there were a, a few things I missed um, in several plays. So the first play, it was uh, I missed two dramatic things. One was the limit of ten. Mm-hmm. Um, tokens that you can take and the other was the fact that when you bought a card that symbol up at the top actually counted as a discount on that particular oh, okay. uh, gem so we're, we're playing through and eventually we all have all of the uh, all of the gems out like we have them and, and there's none to choose from and we're like well what do we what do we do now <laughs> like we all had like 16 gems. <laughs> We're like, I guess we, we could buy stuff, but I'm saving up to buy something more expensive. Right. Um, and I want to buy that, but I don't have enough and there's I can't get any gems anywhere, <laughs> right? So and in the meantime, uh, so 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 we're like this this can't be right this can't be right this right, seems right. really off so I, I read the rules I'm like oh it's a limit of ten all right we're gonna do this again and it's gonna be great <laughs> so we're playing and you know we're limiting to ten and we're just like man those level three cards there's not Impossible. it takes more than ten gems to buy some of those <laughs> yeah. how can this be because we had no idea that when you bought a card it gave you like that yeah, permanent yeah. gem. So we we're trying to figure out, we're like, this must be a misprint or somebody's messed something up. Has nobody mentioned that you can't even How build most of these cards? Getting this? Yeah. <laughs> and then, so then I read the rules again. I'm like, oh yeah, oh, this makes so much more sense. This is going to be way more fun. And it was. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, yeah. The third time we played it, you know, according to like the real rules, uh, yeah, the third time was awesome. <laughs> It was it was inspirational for sure. So um, that was probably my biggest and and God, I'm so happy because uh, Kirsten at the time was was really trying to give games a try. She wasn't a huge like sure, she, yeah. she played Catan and 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 Ticket to Ride and some stuff like that. And I was really into this game kick, and uh, and she was the only one around that I could play with. Right. Uh, but there are some games, you know, that she plays once or twice. She's like, I'm not playing that again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I am so happy that she gave this multiple shots because <laughs> after the first time, she could have said, never play yeah, that again. Yeah, that was garbage. <laughs> uh, why would I? Yeah. So so props to her for, for sticking with it um, because I, I tend to always miss one rule somewhere with any game I played yeah. for the first time. Even if it's a tiny thing that doesn't matter, there's always one thing. Right, right. Uh, in this case, it was two of basically like the main rules. <laughs> the biggest thing that makes the game function. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like playing Monopoly and like not rolling the dice. Right, yeah. It'd be like you having no, you just this? go one, right? You just yeah. go forward one. You buy that and then you yeah. just hope someone else lands on it. Yeah, which they will because they can only move one board. too. <laughs> 
how come I'm owning all the properties and nobody else gets a chance because I was first player? That's how this game works. <laughs> now I see why it's first. called Monopoly. Because <laughs> I have one. Um, yeah, so... Oh, that's funny. Uh, that That's probably my one of my biggest ones. What about you? Mine is similar where I had... The, it was a confounding moment of like, this is so hard much harder than i feel like it should be um that was my play of quacks of quedlinburg um, <laughs> yes this is my favorite story where, of yours. <laughs> uh, so i had never played the game and uh but it seems like quacks is very simple and i um i had just watched a play it was i think it came late one day and i think it was jeff's game and people were already playing and so i was just kind of watching the game like oh i couldn't get hold of this oh i pulled stuff in the back well, that's cool all sorts of diff- stuff different ingredients you can throw in and so i thought i got the concept of it and i believe i did so i was confident i was cocky enough to think like well clearly i can teach this now to a group of people who also have not played the game right and uh <laughs> so we had a full complement of people four of us and uh jeff was playing another game and so i was kind of consulting him here and there and then we got playing and we're going and I completely misunderstood the um, uh, the cherry bombs and how they worked. So the way the cherry bombs work in the game is that you have a value of uh, seven total that come out. And um, yeah, if you hit seven uh, or is it more than seven? I can't it's remember. More, more than seven. More than seven. Then... You, you can hit seven. But if you get more than seven value that come out, you're your pot explodes and uh, you have to, uh, you have repercussions for it. You get less yeah. benefit at the end of the round, but it's not the end of the world. Um, so I just totally misunderstand the, misunderstood that. And I thought that it was, um, oh, now I'm trying to remember exactly what I, I thought. I think it was you, you got to only draw seven things from the back. Right, that's what no, it was. No matter you, what it was. Seven items. Items, yes. As and opposed so, to seven points of cherry bombs. <laughs> and so, and it's like, if you go over, and I, and so I didn't even, I must have ignored the if you go over addendum to that. So yeah, so we were just drawing seven things. And so the way it works is there's a track that goes in a circular, concentrically up to higher and higher values. And first you just have like one, two, or three values, but you can buy bigger and bigger chits that let you jump spaces to get higher and higher up the track. And so because we were only ever drawing seven, um, and I think I also confused something too. It's like if you got close to that and then you drew a cherry bomb or something like that, there was a repercussion. Um, and so it was impossible to get anywhere past the first circle because oh, yeah. everyone's just like, okay, I guess you just have to buy really expensive tokens or ingredient tokens why does this go up to 30 i I can't get past 10 god's name does anyone (laughs) get up to 30 and i remember the last watching the playthrough people like racking it up in the last few rounds they're way up there oh yeah and so we it it it, we actually had fun playing it but it was such a more difficult game (laughs) it was such a hardcore game playing it that way and as soon as jeff was like wait what were you doing and then explained how it played i was like Oh my oh, yeah. God, that sounds so much more simple. It would be way more fun. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone was just like, and partially this is just me being like, no, this is how we do it. This is just how we do it. Because I think we're all kind of like, wow, this is harder. This is a lot harder. No one actually said, this can't be it. But everyone kept making like side comments of like, this is more difficult than I would have expected for such a light flavored game. <laughs> and, and I just I just was like, sure that I must have read the word the rules correctly. I was like, no, this is what it said. Yeah, this but is it. Clearly, I didn't, and uh, I just didn't take a minute to double check for sure. And uh, yeah, we played a full game 
And that's a long game playing it that way to get to the end. I still tell people it's that so story. Funny. And, and it was just, it felt so hard and just like such a grind. Because it was. And it was so difficult. It's like, it's like and, the same thing over and over again. It was again. such a tight razor as edge to walk to. It's like you have to hope you get, the, it was like very extreme bag managing because you hope you get the high value ones. And so you don't even buy low value ones because they're useless. So you only need save up so you can buy the highest value ones. Um, so you can jump up higher, higher up the track to get more money to buy the higher value ones. And <laughs> That's so stupid. Oh, it was so hard and it made no sense. And I should have noticed, but I didn't. And we played the whole round. And then next time I played it, it was just like a, a light went off. It was like um, angels singing. It was like, and this is how it's supposed to be played. Like, this is actually fun. <laughs> yeah. This is a freewheeling little fun game. Yours is just an insane slog through a a bag management system that doesn't work very well (laughs) whatever kaz was playing was not fun yeah just brutal and it's just felt limiting too because you you play so few tokens they don't really fire off and when you get cherry bombs you're just like okay well that moved me but that's boring and useless it's just it's just everything was wrong about it there was just enough flavor where i'm just thinking like maybe everyone just knows something about this game that i don't that they just something that does something for them i do not like quacks of quedlinburg i can say that (laughs) yeah that was that was a good one um mm, mm, mm. so uh my uh my next one is uh is a story about um almost like house rules gone bad when when you misread something and you just play like that forever right right and then so that becomes the game yeah so a uh, bunch of years ago say 20 uh, 2007 maybe mm-hmm. uh, when we were playing Catan all the time is me uh, Kirsten and uh, Larry and his wife Jen and we would go over there usually to Larry and Jen's and uh, every Sunday and we'd play, uh, we, we'd play Catan, Cities and Nights. We'd play it uh, sometimes two or three times in a row. Mm-hmm. So um, about a year later at Jen's baby shower, uh, we'd probably played at this point Catan over 100 times. Right, like, right. Legit over 100 times. And um, we just thought we were, were so good at this game, right? <laughs> and we played with somebody who, uh, a friend of ours, was there and was like, yeah, let's play Catan. Yeah. We're like, yeah, we yeah. got this. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, you know, we're no like, problem. all right, we're going to destroy you, but it's, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, we're just, yeah, we're all ready. And, um, it seems like almost everything we did was like, he's like, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah, you can. He's like, no, here. And he opened the rule book and sure enough, you can't do that. And then like, it'd wait, be like, what? And then he'd do something and I'd be like, oh, you can't do that. He's like, yeah, you can. Look here. And I'm like, man. (laughs) And it was like, I swear to God, it was like 10 or 11 things that we were all doing wrong uh, the whole entire time. Yeah. And it never occurred to us that that it didn't. And what I think what we tried to do is we just interpreted some things with logic. Right. Rather right. than Euro logic. Right. Which yeah. doesn't Different sometimes than real make logic. sense. Yeah. And so we played it the way that I think like to this day, I will still play Catan with the way that we house ruled stuff. Yeah. Um, because I feel like it's better. I think it's better <laughs> choices. But um and and I can't think of, of right off the top of my head. I was try, I was talking to Kirsten earlier, trying to remember what some of the specifics were. It was nothing like overly gigantic, sure, yeah. like like a major rule issue. It's just little things that were like, no, oh yes, well damn, 
how did we not know that? Yeah. And then I remember there was one thing in particular that I'm just like, well, that would have made it a little (laughs) easier. Um, and I just, we, we all left there going, I'm not sure we should ever play Catan again. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, we, I'm not sure we did after that. Uh, maybe a handful of times. So it's just never the same, yeah. you know? The, the, yeah. The, the luster has been sullied slightly. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you and your friends taught, like start talking about like a movie from your childhood and you know, you're just like, it's so great. And you talk about it and talk about it and then you all watch it together. And then you're like, we're never talking about this. again. <laughs> right. This was literally the worst yeah. movie oh, ever. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, so bad. Yeah. That's really funny. Wait. Cause I had a similar to a tan experience where um, it was, it was, one main rule, though, and I'm trying to remember what it was. I think it had something to do with road and house placement. I'm trying to remember if, if when Catan, is that you can't place houses on the same hex, or what is there? Something like... There's got to... I think there has to be, like, a... Uh, it can't be right next to it on, on a hex. So, like, each hex uh, can only have technically three houses on it because there's six points, Right. Um, something like that. Yeah. But is it like, I'm have. trying to remember this, but it's not like a play Catan where is so you have a house and then a road and you can have no. another house right away. Right. Or is that, I the, think so. No, no, you can't. I don't think you can. No, you can't. You can't. No, because you that would mean two houses were next, next to each other. Way. And we had played that way and we played that way forever. The same thing too. We played Catan for, for ages ever. and, and we were just like, it was our, it was our weekly meetup game with these uh, friends. This other couple, uh, friends of ours, and then they made the mistake. It was them that got corrected and slapped down because they made the mistake of playing with this other couple, and the other couple was like, "No, you no. can't do that." And that, and <laughs> no, and no, no, and no, no, and no. And my friend, uh, my friend who played the game, it was always him or my wife Shelley who would win. <laughs> always, they just crushed us every single time. And I, I finally got like a couple wins in, but it was like two to a thousand. Like it was just ridiculous. Like it wasn't even close. And so they'd always give me and. My uh, his wife just a lot of garbage about never winning, <laughs> and uh, so when eventually me and his wife eventually teamed up to try to get each other wins. Um, but but it was so funny too because he was going he went in so cocky because he was the champion of our group and he was just <laughs> like well I will clearly take this and he's really good at games, and uh, and then yeah same thing same exact thing where they're just like what are you nope. doing, <laughs> and then suddenly you're not gonna win this one and you're just like well uh, but. Uh. Oh. And yeah, it was the same thing too. We took it back. It was like, well, I kind of like that rule that you could do that, but I see why they don't have that. Why it's why you can't do that. You kind of edge out people um, too easily. But I don't remember if we stuck with it. I think we went back and forth too, or like decided whether or not we were going to play with it or not uh, each time. But uh, but yeah, that's funny. I wonder if a lot of Catan experiences are like that, where especially as your first game, real intro yeah. game, there is that Euro logic that is like. What doesn't well why would you do that? Well, like, I think it probably happens with that one more than more than most because it is commonly considered to be like the gateway yeah, game. The epitome of gateway. But it yeah. is so much more complex than like life or yeah, it's a little minutia. Yeah, where, too. Yeah, so like I, I think if you're if this is your if Catan is your first real actual like modern board game. Yeah. Uh, I mean Monopoly is like four game. rules. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so so yeah, I think I think you would just kind of skim and basically be like, okay, I think I got it. Yeah, I got um, it. Got it. Build a house. Build a road. Build a house. Build a yeah, road. Yeah, this little little minutia. I think that so that that probably is more common with Catan because so many non gamers started off on right. it. Right. Whereas like a really complex 
you know, Euro game, like Ragusa isn't going to be anyone's first. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Um, you know, by the time you get to that point, you're used to really analyzing <laughs> everything on the page and being like, okay, this is this. And I have all the rules. And yeah. So I think the more complex the game gets, I think the fewer rules mistakes people make because they're anyone who's playing those games is, uh, is conditioned for that. Right. You yeah. know, to look for those little rules and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. So you're probably right about that. Yeah. Do you have another one? Um, I have another one from game night, but it was not, uh, this is from last game night and, uh, <laughs> but it did not involve me. Okay. Yeah. No, is this the, so, this parks? Yes. Okay. This <laughs> I want to hear this because I only heard this vicariously towards the end of the night. So par- uh, Aaron, uh, ha- who you heard a couple episodes ago, uh, talk about teaching. Uh, if you have not heard that episode, you should really go back and listen to it. It's fantastic. Um, so he'd been playing Parks, uh, which is a beautiful game, and yeah, it's really, cool. really well produced. Um, I, it, it looks really cool. Uh, heard nothing but great things about it from all the reviews and everything, and uh, Aaron had been playing it solo on his own at home, and he's like, this game's great. I really like it. I want to see what it's like with more players. So it plays up to five. Mm. So he brings it, and he gets a four-player game gone. <laughs> and I'm I was playing Splendor at the time and I walk over there after Splendor and and they're just like they're all like well I don't that doesn't make any sense. I don't get this. Well that what? And I'm like what's going on guys? And Aaron's like this game doesn't scale at all. I'm like what are you what are you talking about? He's like this we're, we're, we're out of resources and poor Sarah. Okay. This is her next game. One of her next games uh, after the first oh one is just complete <laughs> awful. Right. And, and Aaron's like, we're, we're all out of resources. I can't even make it through the park and I can't even do anything. There's like, literally there's nothing to do. And I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. He's like, no, that's, that's, that's it. And we're all out of resources. There's no resources left. And we're like, I don't understand how anyone can play this with four players. I said, Aaron, this place, this place up to five. He's like, it can't, I I don't, there's no way. So I jump on BGG and I'm looking, I'm looking at the reviews and I'm just waiting for somebody to be like totally broken at four. Right. Right. Doesn't work. But people are like, no, it plays great at four, plays great at five. And I'm like, wait, what, Aaron, they say it plays really, really well. He's like, well. It doesn't. It's 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 broken. There's no. It doesn't scale at all. And he's like, it's <laughs> fine with one. It might be fine with two. But like when you when you think about it, 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 there's just no. It's broken. And so they stopped playing. Middle of the game, they just stopped. Like we can't play this anymore. Right. Right. And and that's when Sarah's like, oh yeah, uh, this was great. I'll uh, I'll be back next week. And we're all like, oh my god, she's never coming back. From her point of view, she played two games. The first one went it's like a train wreck of just miscommunication and confusion. The second one, the same thing. So it's from her point of view, bad. we're a group of people who's, who bring out games and are can't play. utterly confounded by them. And so 
I told her. I said, Two times I, in a row. She's like, before she who left, are these idiots? Is this a game group for people with low IQs? Like, before she left, the anti-Mensa, before she left, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, don't. Dumb and proud. <laughs> Like don't 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 judge us. This I said by the worst thing we've ever this done. One. I said this is literally. I don't understand what happened tonight. Uh, this is not how gang group. But I don't understand is. a lot of us. None yeah. of us. None of things. None of us do. We're idiots. <laughs> I said I promise. Moving forward, I will only play games that I know how to play. Like for sure, know how to oh, play this. Hilarious. And um. And so I don't think we're ever going to see her again. <laughs> yeah, she's probably horrified. Like, who are right. these idiots? <laughs> so, uh, oh, that's so, funny. so I'm, I'm like, Aaron, there's got to be something. There's got to be something wrong, right? Yeah. So he, he's looking through, he's looking through. And then all of a sudden he puts the book down, he packs it up. And I'm like, so? He's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, we were, we were doing it wrong. <laughs> I'm like, well, what was, what was the thing? So apparently there's uh, this thing where if you like land on a certain park, it's got like, Two, or the the park card has like two resources listed on it, mm-hmm. and what he thought it meant was take two resources, put it on that park, and when somebody lands on it, they get, oh, they get the resource. Okay, but they don't replenish. Right. So he's like, we just ran out of resources. There's no reason for me to go to any of these other parks because right. people have already gone. There's no resources. So I'm like, well. Well, what what's the real thing? So every time you land on it, you get those resources oh, from like the supply. Okay. So that's not like a limited. Yeah, you just thing get continually. Like yeah. So he's like, yeah, it totally scales just fine. <laughs> and Aaron too, like this is so funny because Aaron, Aaron gets like mad at the game when it's not. Right, you can tell he gets frustrated. He's like, "God, this stupid thing!" And uh, so I'm just imagining from Sarah I get to where it's like <laughs> the other game—it's all falling apart. She's like, "Okay, cool. I'm glad that's over. Yeah. Let's start something new. This looks nice." And then it's Aaron and it's being not. like, "Well, this piece of garbage that I brought out—he <laughs> was so upset too. That's about as upset like, as I think I've seen him." <laughs> I would not go back to that game group. I'd be scared. I'd be worried. <laughs> Oh, I w- <laughs> yeah. That She's was probably like, oh god, I gave them my real name. I regret that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I hope she comes back. She can oh. see we're not all crazy people. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, we it literally like the one night we all look like a bunch of incompetents. <laughs> we we just started this group and we just heard that board games are things. So we're gonna give it a whirl tonight. What do you think? You want to get involved? <laughs> Come well, on. These are confusing. <laughs> we have a ton of games. We've never played any of them. <laughs> We're not even we sure what this does. We thought these were thick, big books. Yeah. Oh, there's more in the box. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, might as well try that. whatever this is. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that was that. Um, don't, don't, if, if at home, at home, if you're hosting a game group like this, um, try not to play like too uh-huh. many new games in one night <laughs> like at least uh, batten well, down the hatches with something you know how to the play the funny thing is, is Aaron had played it before several times that he, he yeah. just oversighted that rule once again the logic of the game versus the logic of what you think makes sense so you go there the resources there you pick them up that makes yeah. sense a lot of games but have when that you, but when you think about it solo it's almost the same right yeah the resources because there's enough, nobody yeah. else is going to come through there so so it makes sense <laughs> that it would be that way solo and he'd still enjoy it solo but yeah yeah <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> yeah so well, mm. 
so my I have a last one, and mine's just a quick overview. It's a very similar feeling of the game. This kind of ties back to my uh, as we were playing Catan, we were thinking about other games to get, and my uh, uh, our Catan buddies they got uh, for my birthday they got me a game, and they didn't know anything about we we didn't know anything about games at that point. We just knew that we liked board games, and we'd started to play. Um, a lot more regularly, and uh, we were just starting to get like we played Ticket to Ride, I think once, and then we played um, um, uh, what else? Just something easy. And uh, so anyway, we went to the game store and just asked the game guy, like, "What's the game right now that people like to play? What what? Uh, I feel like I have some, oh, it's just a reflection. Okay, uh, what's the game that people like to play? Like, what do you recommend I get for my friend for his birthday? And the hot game at the time was Sulkin. <laughs> Oh. So he picked up Sulkin. Keep in mind, we'd only really played the highest complexity we've ever played was Catan. <laughs> and so so he brought I got it for birthday. Yeah. Got her birthday. Opened, it was like, whoa, this looks cool. And then later I was opening up, taking out the components. Um I was um kind of did a rough overview to play. And even then I, I didn't quite get how dense it was. It was like, okay, there's a lot going on here, but I'm sure it feels, you know, it's got to be similar to Catan and feeling where you just kind of get it as you go yeah. on and it's you're just moving guys around. It's pretty, you pick it's it up. It's only about 10,000 more choices <laughs> yeah. here than in Catan. <laughs> so, so, and I also, as typical form, did not fully like go through all the iconography. I just figured like, it'd be kind of self-explanatory as you go. As something comes up, you read it. Oh, this is what this does. And then you do it or something. Right. So then we had, um, I think even, uh, we had some friends over, like we had a party uh, soon after that and we had some friends over just to play a game and we were like, let's do Sulk and yes, that'll be so fun. And so we, here's what we did too. So also once again, I was terrible at like, uh, at the time I just assumed like game, um, player counts was like a recommendation for a lot of games. For some reason I could get it through my head that there's a reason there. So I'd always think like I could throw another person in there. In a lot of casual games, you can. It's not a big deal. Right. With, party games. Yeah, exactly. And that was most of my experience. And so, but of course, with um, strategy games, that's just not an option. You'll break the game or it'll just horribly never end. And it's and just there's it's no extra no fun. colors. Right, exactly. So what we did is we played eight-person Catan or uh, Tolkien in teams of two, <laughs> which is just so frustrating. So we had... Okay. So then we're all... None of us have played this game. I'm teaching everyone kind of how the structure goes but i also really don't know what i'm doing then we just start playing the game and immediately everyone is just overwhelmed by decisions but they're like okay well i'll, I'll do this i'll put my guy here but then their guy moves and they're like oh i didn't expect that to happen and then <laughs> and then and then it comes around the table again and they're like Oh, okay, well, I guess I'll take him off. What do I get? That? Okay, what do I do with this? And then it was just this hilarious <laughs> comedy of errors of a whole, like, hour and a half to two hours. I don't think we ended the game. We got close, but we just, of everyone just getting more and more <laughs> confused about what is going on and what I'm supposed to do and how do I put the guy there and what is farming and why, what am I supposed to do and what are these technologies and why, how do I even get them? It was just hilarious and everyone's just like, what the hell is this game? And it was just that is a such dense, a massive jump up in density that it was overwhelming. For, yeah, especially for people who got, even, even the first time I played it, I was like, wow, this is a dense game. 
Yeah. And I was used to dense games. Oh yeah, yeah. It's comfortable with dense games, but it does it take it, your it, head. <laughs> yeah, it takes it takes a couple of playthroughs even for a really experienced gamers. So I yeah. can't even imagine oh, so like a party game crowd or what like intro heck? crowd going, Hey, it's Zulkin. <laughs> what? What the hell is this game? And and in teams too. So you're like Dude. talking to your team like, Oh, what should we do now? Well, I have no I, idea I what even, we're even doing before. I don't so. know what any of this does. <laughs> <laughs> let's get skulls because those look cool and i think it was no i think we did complete the game we got through it somehow because i think everyone at that one was just determined and it was also the game i got for my birthday so they're probably being nice being like all right we'll just get through this and we'll never play this with Gaz like, again yeah. or ever come to his house for never. games again yes. and so we Kaz got through blacklisted. it and the, the scores were like i got seven what did you get it was just ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> And so when I played my first real game understanding it and we we're like well i'm in the hundreds i was like what, what? <laughs> I didn't think you could break double digits. <laughs> oh, it was just so so funny to see everyone being like, "But I was last time with seven. <laughs> I can't tell if this is game's good or I'm just an idiot or both." Well, judging by last game night, I'm just all idiots. God, can you imagine? All right, Sarah, let's play a game we all know, Sulkin. <laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, well, we'd love to hear your guys' stories, too. That's so funny. I, I was trying to think of other ones. I know I've had other ones, too, because, of course, running games, I have, I'm notorious for forgetting rules as well, and then middle of game being like, oh, by the way, here's a really important rule that you probably should have known the whole time, and uh, <laughs> it would have made your experience more fun. So yeah. now you know. So I feel like I did my duty. <laughs> you'd, probably, you'd probably be winning right now yeah, if you'd have been able to do better. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've, I've definitely done that, but I, I've done it so many times. I don't think I can even pinpoint specific times I've done it. It's just sort of how I explain games. Just yeah. know that there's going to be one thing missing. Yeah. It's rare that, that what I miss is like game breaking, but right. it, it, it does happen. And when it does, you're just like, I don't, there's no reason for this game to even exist. Right. And then all of a sudden you figure it out. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, that actually makes this a real game <laughs> so much better. Yes. <laughs> Oh, oh, good well, stuff. That's the funny side of the blooper side of board game, the hobby of board gaming. Yes. Oh, all, right, <clears throat> all right, guys. Well, I'm not I just... sure we've ever laughed that much in one episode. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. Oh, man. I hope Sarah comes back just to, just to see if I, she I was too. remembering it wrong or if we really were as dumb as she thought we were. <laughs> she shows up and she's like, oh, I thought this was a different game. Oh, group. crap. Oh, no. <laughs> Just comes in, backs out the door. Is that the girl from last week? Hey, Sarah. Sarah. She's running to her car. What's going on? She must have forgotten something. Oh, that's funny. It's like, later, idiots. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh. So, uh, yeah, if you want to share your stories with us, we'd we'd really love to, uh, to hear from you. Um, probably Twitter, Instagram is the best way to... Yeah. to comment on us get a hold of us at uh, at roasted games one uh can also post on our facebook page just search for roasted games um and we're just going to kind of leave it at that yeah i think so it's yeah, a good place to do, stop yeah do uh get in touch with us because 
We want to know if anyone's out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except for Donnie. We, we know Donnie and yes. Corey are out there. For Actually, sure. I'm sure they have some great stories too. But yes. yeah, if you've, if you've taught a game and it just went horribly wrong, that sinking feeling too as you're playing a game that you brought that is failing horribly in front of your eyes and you're making the decision, do I just cancel this and tell everyone they could do something else and no problem, don't worry about it, I won't be offended? Or do I soldier through and try to salvage it? Or, uh, or you're playing something and it makes no sense. Or you go to a game group and you're surrounded by... <laughs> Faulknerian man children and they have no idea how to function much less understand game direction um, I don't know we'd love to hear all your stories yes for sure for sure <laughs> alright guys thank you again for listening and uh, we can't wait to hear your responses and we will catch you all on the next episode all right. bye